0: What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are engaging heaven a damn. James Levesque, want to thank you for tuning in, making us a part of your day. We're going to call this episode Make It Right. And let me just start off by telling you that Jesus told you offenses are going to come. Trials, offenses. It's not if you're offended, friends. It's when the opportunity is going to come for you. And in today's society, it's just not that hard. It's not if I want to be offended today, my goodness, you know, years ago, I would look around the church and there'd always be like one or two people that are always offended. You know what I mean? You know, those people like the color of the carpet, the pastor, I just so angry at him. You know, why would you allow her on stage? You know what I mean? You don't have to look far. You took my parking spot. You took my seat in the church. Like there's just some people. It was like you just one big offense machine. You know what I mean? Like I would tell people a long time ago, if you're easily offended, probably not. You probably don't want to be around me because two things are going to be a perfect storm for you. Number one, you'll be offended by a lot of things that I say. But number two, I'm not going to be concerned about it. Like people sometimes think if they tell me they're offended, like like I'm going to change. No, I'm not going to think that hard about it. I'm just not going to do it. It's not going to happen. I had a pastor recently confess all these things to me, right? He was like, oh, my gosh, you wouldn't even believe the stuff that I had to deal with. And I told the guy, like, okay, whatever. I'm not sure what you want from me. I don't care. You can spy on my church. You can do anything you want. It's just not going to bother me. I don't care what you do. Look at all our film. Look at our cameras. Track our people in the parking lot. You're a bizarre dude, but guess what I'm never going to do? I'm never going to overlook my shoulder for you. It's not going to happen because when you're really doing what God's called you to do, friends, you're not spending all this time. And let me tell you something. It's not hard today. It's not hard. I mean, pick a number. If you're an African, if you're a black dude li- living today, you go, man, there's a lot of reasons to be upset. If you're a Jewish person, everybody's upset. My son's deaf. I can get very angry and pick up an offense for the deaf community. For the, I mean, just think. Think about it. It's unbelievable today. They're, dude, they knocked down a statue in New Haven of Christopher Columbus. Like, what has happened to Earth? And the lie is, the lie is, well, if 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 we just knock because this happened to me or my family history or my race or my whatever, this happened, you know, four hundred years ago. Well, then let's make it right. That's not me. that just doesn't make it right because hate doesn't hate. Removing a tower is not going to take out hate. You're going to feel better for about 30 seconds until you look up again and get offended at the next thing. Living offense free is not like you don't actually make like recompense for that. Like you can't, if the whole world says, sorry, it's still not going to be okay. And what you're seeing on this earth is this like swell of unforgiveness, people looking hard on apologies owed. Baby, that's a that's a slippery slope, man. That's not going to bring healing. It's not going to bring healing. You know, and, and, and it's never been more more easy. Right. I mean, you go through Twitter or now it's like. I mean, where does it end? I mean, we're literally going back 20, 30 years, hundreds of years. I mean, I mean, when, you know, I mean, it's crazy. Why don't we start demanding that the family lineage of the Roman soldiers that killed Jesus apologize? I mean, where does it end? And it doesn't mean that you agree. Right, right. There's no way I would look at a Christopher Columbus statue and think, "Man, I, I believe in slavery." Like, I mean, could somebody out there? Yeah, I'm sure somebody's loving on a tree right now, licking it, French kissing it, saying, "Let me save the earth." I don't know. People are crazy. But what what you have to be careful for, Christian, you, is that you're not buying into crazy. Right? I have black friends. Let me tell you. Just let me give, make it very clear to you. I have friends that are really making change in race, big time. They're doing marches. They're doing forums. They're bringing awareness. They're bringing love. They're bringing change. They're bringing healing, right? I mean, they're really in the communities, in the black churches, making a big difference. It's not Black Lives Matter movements that are causing destruction. It's not going to be anger or whatever's out there right now. That's not how you bring change. And so I don't think the goal is to ignore any of it. But as a Christian, you better watch out that you're living in the right place of this whole thing because it's not going to end. Forget the race. Everybody's upset. Jewish people in communities, they're they are completely, I mean, it doesn't stop, man. Everybody has a reason. I mean, dude, we this isn't like everybody has a reason. if you want to be offended today, that is the easiest thing you could ever do because I'm telling you worse than the coronavirus on this planet is a spirit of offense. It's rooted in bitterness and unforgiveness man and it's not actually bringing change it's not looking for real healing. It's constantly being angry and it's it's what what give me more fuel. You know, this cancel culture idea, right? Just give me more fuel to, like, further fuel my anger. You know what's the biggest healer of anger on the planet? Love and loving God. Forgiveness is hard, man. Forgiveness means I forgive you when you'll never come and ask me for it. Right? I had a real dad that almost killed my mother, beat her up every day stabbed her, sliced her, broke her nose, right? I didn't know who he was. But when I got older and realized that he was a person that did these things, I knew he would never come back and apologize to me for what he did to my mother. And I had to forgive him. I've told you, I've had a vision and, and, I was, and Jesus was standing far away and there was something in between us and it was anger. It was unforgiveness because of somebody that hurt my mother, because of a man I've never met. There was so much anger and so much hurt in my heart because of a circumstance and a series of events that took place when I wasn't even alive. Well, I was alive. I was just um, a baby. Actually, no, a lot of it I wasn't alive. And the Lord told me I better deal with that because it it will cause separation between me and him. And if you're not opening your eyes right now, there's a lot of opportunities and there's a lot of people right now being separated from the Father and you're doing it in the name of, you know, I was hurt, I'm a victim. This happened and I'm sure it's all right. I know people that have been raped multiple times. It is the most horrific thing you could ever imagine. You're going to have to forgive. Because I know people that have been raped horribly and they've never they've never forgiven. And it has been like a constant torment of major inner healing and counseling's needed. And I know people have went through a similar experience. Of course, none of them are the same. And they've immediately have to learn to forgive in their heart and just look their accuser in the face and say, I just love you and I forgive you. That's a hard thing to do, right? And so the difference is a lifetime of trauma. Like people will never recover from some of that. And so whether you're what whether you're in an event where you have like legit firsthand reason to be hurt and offended or you have reason to be hurt and offended because uh, of stuff that's happened to, you know, you or around you. Really there's never a reason. The devil makes you feel like there's a reason. But my point is it really happened to you. Like you've really been a victim. God's going to give you strength and power to forgive because I would plead with you today. Don't worry about trying to make, don't demand other people make it right. Do it in your own heart. The lie is the external is going to make me happy, right? If you only do this, then I'll be happy. If you only do this, then I'll be okay. If you only do this, then, you know, that's, that's a lie. It's not true. None of those things are going to help you, right? External things aren't going to do it for you, friends, And you long for peace. Peace isn't there because of an absence of conflict. It's the presence of a person. But one day we're going to realize that real change, I'm talking about real transformation, is going to begin with you. It's not anybody else. It's not. It's you. It's me, personally. That's when you'll see the greatest change happen. We're going to talk more about it. We love you. Thank you for tuning in this week. You're rocking with Engaging Heaven today. I'm out.
1: What's going on, everybody? Listen, I got a great announcement for you. After many years here on the broadcast of Engaging Heaven Today, we are transitioning and launching our television broadcast ministry. Can you believe it? Starting September 7th, September 7th, we are going to be launching Five days a week, I know. Starting Monday, September 7th, five days a week across all the satellite platforms, Dish Network, DirecTV, and many of the cable platforms. All is going to be through CTN, Christian Television Network. You can also find us online and the CTN app. Tune in Monday through Friday starting at 12.30 p.m. East Coast time, 9.30 a.m., pacific time and let's get ready it's called breaking through with james levette get ready to break through we need it in this nation it's a timely moment pray for us partner with us thank you for supporting this broadcast we love you